Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, What Did the Resurrected Jesus Say? Let's pray. Father, we come to you with praise and thanksgiving, ready for what you have for us today, ready to be a doer of your word, ready to strive more every day to be more like you and follow through on all of the things that you've asked for us to do, Father. We thank you for your goodness and mercy And we come hungry today for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, it's important to understand what Jesus said after his resurrection. Let's discuss that today. Matthew 28, starting in verse 9. And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them, saying, Rejoice. Folks, Jesus said to rejoice. Why? Because Jesus defeated death, hell, and the grave. Continuing in verse 9 of Matthew 28, So they came and held him by the feet and worshipped him. 10. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brethren to go to Galilee, and there will see me. My friends, Jesus said, Do not be afraid. Fear is the opposite of faith. Jesus does not want us to be in fear. We have to continue to reject the devil's package of fear. Hebrews 11.6, the New King James says, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Back to Matthew 28, the end of verse 10. Go and tell my brethren to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. My friends, Jesus wanted to fellowship with his followers and give them instructions to lead his people to victory in him. Now let's go to verse 16, the Great Commission. Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee to the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. 17. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. 18. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Folks, Jesus has all authority in heaven and earth, and he has given that authority to us. 19. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Friends, Jesus calls all his followers to go make disciples of all the nations and baptize them. I believe this is the most lost message in Christianity, the Great Commission. Reaching the Lost for Jesus. You can find massive teaching on what you get in Christ. And I'm totally for receiving what God has for us. But how much time do we really spend trying to reach the lost for Jesus? Just think about this. If we missed half or three quarters of what God had for us on this earth as a Christian... Let's say for 70 years of life on earth, 
Does that really matter when you compare it to the thousands upon thousands upon thousands of years we have in heaven? And more importantly, those years in heaven that many may miss because of our excessive focus on self and lack of hunger to really reach the lost. 20. Teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Now let's read Luke 24, verses 36 through 43. Now, as they said these things, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said to them, Peace to you. Folks, Jesus is peace. That peace that passeth all understanding. 37. But they were terrified and frightened, and supposed they had seen a spirit. And he said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do doubts arise in your hearts? Then he said to them, These are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. 45, and he opened up their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. Folks, Jesus wants us to understand the scriptures. 48, then he said to them, thus it is written, and thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. 47, that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations, beginning in Jerusalem. 48, and you are witnesses of these things. 49, behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Friends, Jesus wants us to get filled with the Holy Spirit to be endued with power. Now let's look at Mark's accounting of the great commission. Mark 16, verse 14. Later he appeared to the eleven as they sat at the table and rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. Folks, Jesus rebuked unbelief and hardness of heart for not believing in the resurrection. Many still don't believe in the resurrection today, but that doesn't make it not real. Jesus is alive. 15. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. My friends, Jesus has commanded his followers to go into all the world, preach the gospel to every person. I don't think Jesus made it too complicated. So why do so many Christians focus on their redemption package and very little focus on getting that redemption package to others. The answer is pretty basic. Self. A focus on self. That is why God told us the greatest commandment is to love God and love others. He knows that it comes naturally to focus on self and what we'll get. That is why there are million plus plus dollar ministries telling people that God will give them this and that and this and that and everything is great and all smiles etc. That is what self 
wants to hear. But here's the great news, verse 16. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Folks, as we preach the gospel to the whole world, those that choose to believe and are baptized will be saved. Would it really hurt much if we spent a little less time and effort on our redemption package and spent a little bit more time reaching others to receive their redemption package? If God was going to do all the work, why would Jesus tell us, you and I, to preach the gospel to all the people in the world? 17. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons, they will speak with new tongues, they will take up serpents. If they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. My friends, these things haven't died. Oh, they may have died in many churches, but they haven't died to God. God still expects us to cast out demons, speak with new tongues, have power over the enemy, and lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. Notice, folks, these were the last things Jesus said before he went to be seated at the right hand of the Father. Verse 19, So then after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. 20, And they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word through accompanying signs. Amen. My friends, they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the words through accompanying signs. Praise God. Let's pray. Father, build up a new hunger in all of us to reach the lost, to focus much less on ourselves and what we're going to get in our life on this earth from you and focus on others in the many, many thousands upon thousands that are lost and don't even know Jesus. Help us, Father, to focus on the greatest commandment, to love you and then to love others as ourselves. Father, I thank you for love rising up in your church in these last days, for people to quit talking about other people going to reach people for Jesus, and each one of us individually start to do what you called us to do. And Father, I thank you for boldness and love rising up in your church. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks, you can reach us at 812-449-8147. We sure love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.